for the September 19, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully negative recap of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine. Broadcasting from the University of California, I am Nathan Callahan. And I am Mike Caspar. And there is our dog, Mahler. There is. Wow, look at him frolic. He must be a very optimistic dog. Come here, little boy. Come here. Yes. Hmm. Huh. That... You know, some dogs are more pessimistic than others, Mike. I did not know that. Research from the University of Sydney has shown this. Yeah, what do they know? They're Australians. Do they have dogs They gave down us there? Mel do Gibson. They, yeah, they gave us Mel. They got dingoes. Yeah. And that's it, as far as I know. Dingoes. Do they have anything else dingoes down there? Dingoes and ruse. Yeah, ruse. Yeah. Finding out whether a particular dog right. is optimistic or pessimistic yeah. is helpful. Okay. For working and service dogs and has important implications for animal wel welfare. Mm. How did they find out about how do you determine uh, uh, an optimistic it, dog yeah. and a pessimistic yeah, dog? Exactly. What do you think you are, Mahler? Are you, are you optimistic, pessimistic? He's optimistic. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, was, yeah right. that was definitely the yeah. cry of an optimistic dog. Dogs were taught to associate two different sounds with whether they would get milk or water. They like milk better than water. Okay. So one sound, milk. One sound, water. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. Once the dog learned the difference, yeah. they were presented with ambiguous tones. Oh. I, I think they played some Morrissey. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm not really sure. But either way, the dogs responded after. If the dogs responded after the ambiguous tones, if it showed that they expect good things to happen, and therefore they were called. Um, uh, they were looking for op you. Optimistic. Yeah, optimistic. Yeah. A very optimistic dog may even respond to tones that sound more like those played before water is offered, and and the uh, researchers call that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> not the brightest dog. Well, that, okay. that, Good. that okay. kind of leaks over into the human realm, too. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. New figures show that last month, the warmest August on record was right here on the globe. Yes, right here on planet Earth. Yeah. West Antarctica saw hotter temperatures of up yeah. to 14 degrees Fahrenheit, higher than normal. That's in, the, in Antarctica. Also, uh, wow. just as far as the world goes and all that heating up. A team of researchers working on a Carnegie expedition in Australia's Great Barrier Reef yeah. found that dogs were optimistic. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I got that wrong. Oh, yeah. uh, Barrier Reef has documented that coral growth rates have plummeted 40% since the mid-1970s. 40% yeah. coral uh, reef growth. Right. It's, yeah. it's plummeted, what yeah. you're saying. We that have less, good. less regeneration good. of coral yeah. reefs. That's not a good thing because a lot of... And by the way, this has been kind of a, a canary in the coal mine for global uh -huh. climate change warming for a while. Acidification. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the acidification of the ocean is contributing to all that. Meanwhile, well. the Obama administration delayed its most sweeping effort to date to combat climate change. Ah, give it another few months. What does it matter? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did it because of the elections. Mm -hmm. They extended the public comment period on a proposal to curb carbon emissions. But I think you know what the smart move is, Mr. President. Come mm -hmm. on. The plan has faced major opposition from industry lobbyists, among others, like Republicans. Mm -hmm. uh, and also the Democrats in coal-producing states. Yeah. So there, there is no hope. You know, history will record. History will look back on uh, the United States and the history and the development of the uh, attempt to reverse climate change and look back on a very, very small group of idiots. Yeah. And, and, and really, truly are keeping 
Well, not but, a small group of idiots. It it leaks over. Obama is 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 part of this because he doesn't think it's very important. Right. He, to him, uh, I guess he thinks that we're not smart enough to know the difference. So, I, I guess something something stuck with me. I read uh, a few years ago about um, Barack Obama when he was a senator from Illinois, and people forget, but that Illinois is a big part of kind of that coal belt. Yeah. And that in fact, in his office, in his Senate office, he had some big chunk of coal. Uh huh with some award that he won from the coal manufacturers. And if you look at the record, he, he's done something to mitigate the, uh, the environmental impact uh, coming out of coal plants, and not to his credit, but really hasn't done very much in yeah. terms of trying to wean this country off of this massive production of a, of, a, of a fuel source that is destined to destroy the world. I mean, there's not even a question about coal. Yeah. You, you can make some arguments about natural gas, I guess, uh, you really can't make a valid argument. But anyway, coal is is going to destroy the planet. So wow, yeah. Here's the good news: a new study says reducing the carbon emissions that cause global warming will be of minimal financial cost. So if if we just can get that message to Obama, yeah. it will be a minimal financial cost. But some of his friends might lose money. I think I isn't guess. it is it today they're meeting in New York? The, yeah, very yeah, soon, yeah, and yeah. might end up saving money if yeah. we if we just simply reduce carbon emissions. Yeah. According to the Global Commission on the Economy and Climate, an ambitious plan will cost four trillion dollars over fifteen years, or about five percent of the money that uh, Bank of America made. The, yeah, uh, yeah. During the uh, so-called crash, during the bubble. Yeah. I don't know. About 5% of the money that would be spent anyway on new power plants and infrastructure. In addition to keeping temperatures at a level needed for long-term survival, the changes would lead to less deaths yes. from air pollution as well yes. as lower medical bills yes. and fuel costs. But who cares about that? As long as the coal industry is happy, who cares? These are, the, uh, you know, it is... The, it's, Important to note that these are the most powerful, largest companies on the planet now. Yeah. Big oil. They really are. There's the, there's the reason why things aren't happening that's going to impact in a positive way. Uh, so, uh, The first blood test to diagnose major depression, which is happens after you hear the news, <laughs> has been uh, developed. The test identifies depression by measuring the levels of nine RNA blood markers. RNA molecules are the messengers that interpret the DNA genetic code. Huh. And they carry out the instructions. That's... The blood test also predicts who will benefit from cognitive behavioral therapy based on the behavior of some of the markers. This will provide the opportunity for more effective individualization therapy for people with depression and make doctors rich. There you go. And this yeah. is, again, we've talked a little bit about this in the past. The trend is in the future that medications will be specific to you, you. Yeah. that they'll extract uh, your adult stem cells and they'll be able to work off of that as a roadmap uh -huh. in order to give you medications that will be specific to your body and to your yeah, and issues. that doesn't bode well given the type of medications they've given us over the last well, you're right. Years. I mean, we need there's some need, things yeah. we need, but yeah, others, yeah. Eh. yeah. In a rare moment of bipartisan unity, House lawmakers voted to authorize the arming and training of Syrian rebels fighting the Islamic State, or is is mm -hmm. as we call them. <laughs> The Obama yes. administration lobbied heavily for the measure. The vote in the House came as Obama sought to provide reassurance the offensive will not involve ground troops in Iraq. Right. Meanwhile, the most senior U.S. military officer, General Martin Dempsey, chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, said U.S. ground troops may be needed in Iraq. 
And then U.S. warplanes bombed Islamic State positions south of Baghdad in support of Iraqi forces under fire. The airstrikes against the Islamic State, or IS-IS, mm -hmm. in Iraq come as the United States won pledges to fight IS-IS at an international summit in Paris. Some 30 countries signed on to the statement vowing to defeat IS-IS by any means necessary. Yeah. Rump. So they went all Malcolm X on it. Uh, rump. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We'll get those bastards. By any means necessary. Yeah, by any means necessary. You know, there was a time when you weren't allowed to use that in, in pop culture, uh, you know, because of... You, you were a revolutionary if you if said you that. said yeah by, by any, any means necessary right right because that's true. of Malcolm X's Malcolm X, try right. and right. you know so if I said by which I did many times <laughs> early in my career yes as a fool <laughs> uh, uh, you would get in trouble people yeah. would would yeah. glare at you yeah exactly now, now <gasps> it's been co-opted by by the military industrial com yeah. complex and and the and the world's dip diplomatic corps well, aren't they it, cute well it, they they got so many bombs by any means necessary is almost ironic in a way that they would use i don't know what the word is but it, mm. it it's overstating we know you have a lot of means to do this dude yeah but to say by any means necessary doesn't really threaten us any more than we're already threatened well i think this is a byproduct of the fact that we've kind of run out of hyperbole to describe the the terrible people that are out there in the world to to whip us into the a fury uh the frenzy necessary to get this popular support. I think they're sort of running out of ways to scare us, and I think this is a, an example of that. They're just, by any means necessary, they're sort of, don't you feel a little desperate to say it that way, and uh, or just maybe just pro forma? We hear it, we react, oh my God, we've got we've to kill them. The U.S. did do. not invade Iran, to, it did not invite Iran, you know. Yeah. You know, you can never Well, tell. either way, it works <laughs> either way. We didn't invade them. We, and didn't, we didn't invite, invite them, them to the summit, but yeah. confirmed that we reached out yeah. with an unspecified offer. Yeah. I think it was cupcakes and donuts every Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not enough. Yeah. Uh, of offer of cooperation against is is The Iranian government rejected the U.S. Over overture. It was an overture. The, well, the, the donuts, the coffee and donuts, as hollow and self-serving and marred by evil intentions, France wanted to invite Iran to the talks, but Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates would have boycotted. Right. And, and those are two countries that are predominantly Sunni, and ISIS and, is, is a Sunni-led And predominantly militant. where most of the terrorists come from. And, most, and where most of the money is being spent to support yeah. these terrorists. Uh, you know, and I think yeah. a little bit of that is theater. I think that the uh, both, both the United States and Iran speaking to their domestic political bases yeah. need to be able to say these things like yeah. we'll never you know negotiate with terrorists and then they'll say death to america to the political base that they need to say but in the, in the meantime we are providing air cover for Iranian yeah. supported militias that are fighting uh, ISIS. I'm sure they even run their script by oh, I'm sure. US, you know, <laughs> yeah. PR. Can we can we say you have evil intentions? Yeah. Ah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't use that Satan thing again cuz that's, yeah. you know, that gets personal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But but they pale in comparison to yeah. the North Koreans and their ability to oh, yeah. say th I love listening to North Korean uh, propaganda. Anyway. 2 days after Syrian government airstrikes have killed at least uh 48 people in Homs province. That was wrong. Two days of Syrian government airstrikes have killed at least 48 people in Homs province. Mm -hmm. Islamic State, or IS-IS, fighters, mm -hmm. meanwhile announced that they had shot down a Syrian military aircraft in the northern city of Raqqa. Mm -hmm. Also in Syria, mm. 
The deaths of several children as part of a measles vaccination program are now being attributed to a mistake, not to the tainting of vaccines as previously thought. There were 15 children who died there, and they had been giving uh, not an anesthetic. Uh, they were accidentally administered an anesthetic that had similar packaging to uh, the one they were supposed to get. Uh. And in more is-is news. See what I'm saying, is-is. I'm hoping that eventually they pick it up. They'll be calling themselves is is. Yeah, you and know? then and then I'll and say, then, hey, wait, hey, and, and yeah. the, the scary yeah. thing is that people in support and or people in is is yeah. are listening to weekly signal. Is is yeah, that would be yeah, that's a is is. Hey guys, was not was was not was. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel acknowledged the United States could improve its treatment of family members whose loved ones are held hostage yeah. by is is. His remarks come after the mother of James Foley, who is executed, beheaded by Iziz, criticized the U.S. treatment of her son's case, saying officials told her she could face prosecution yeah. if she tried to raise ransom to free her son. Yep. Over in Pakistan, it's... they say, at least their military says it's launched airstrikes in North Raziristan, killing mm. 40 people <laughs> it identified as suspected militants. Mm. The strike comes as part of an offensive a major offensive launched in June, which coincided with the resumption of U.S. drone strikes in the region and in Islamabad, Islamabad mm -hmm. the capital there in Pakistan. Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif is facing continuing calls for his resignation. Because? Uh, well, from protesters led by former cricket star Imran Khan, who has accused Sharif of rigging last year's election. Mm. Because? Because he could. The United States and the European Union issued new sanctions against Russia. Yeah. Yeah, including yeah. travel and asset freezes on 24 Russian officials. They froze their assets. Mm. That was the, because of the country's support for separatists in eastern Ukraine. The less our officials and corporate executives travel abroad, Vladimir Putin said of the sanctions, the better. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, I mean, you know, the, the funny thing is things are actually... What I'm hearing is that things are a little bit better in terms of the Russians' recognition that they cannot, uh, they cannot take over Ukraine, and that the Ukrainians are bending a little bit towards enacting laws that will prohibit the banning of Russian language and all kinds of things that the Russian separatists were claiming were happening. Yeah. In, in eastern uh, Ukraine. So there is some movement. And again, I go back to this. I think there's a little bit of theater here. Um, but but the message received, the, the, the Russians cannot continue provocative actions. It, there are consequences. And I do think it's having a good impact on, on, this, on this problem, on this issue. For the first time since the Fukushima disaster three uh -oh. and a half years ago, Japan's nuclear regulatory agency declared that an atomic power plant was safe to operate. That particular one? No. Oh, just any. Two reactors at the Sendai power plant on the southern island of Kyushu uh, are the first to be certified as safe enough to restart by the Nuclear Regulation Authority. And it was created that... Authority was created two years ago to restore public confidence. Yeah, in, it in is a PR power. mode to restore yeah. public confidence. All of Japan's 48 operable commercial nuclear reactors were shut down after the Fukushima Dakai meltdown. It will probably be months before the reactors can be turned back on. In addition to further safety checks, the plant's operator must obtain the consent of local governments around the plant. Yeah. So that's, I guess, a good thing. Right. The final decision on whether to restart the plant will be made by Prime Minister. 
by the prime minister, probably in December. You know, just you just stop to consider the impact that Fukushima has had on Japan. It's definitely impacted their economy. Yeah. Shutting down all those nuclear power plants had to have tremendous impact on <laughs> industry and commerce and the rest of it. And they're still dealing with it. And Fukushima, by the way, just in case you, you don't know this, will be will be an environmental no-go zone for for hundreds of years, uh-huh. hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years. So, oh, yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I, I know why Wally's excited, by oh. the way. He's, you know, he's... he's I never know, he's, so go he's ahead. He's part English. Oh. Yeah. I was, oh. And he's excited that Scottish voters rejected a referendum on independence from the United Kingdom by a margin of 55 to 45. <laughs> That's whoa. practically a landslide in American politics. That Did is you do a that, Mike? Just back up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm yeah. sorry. Back up. I'm sorry. I'm a little you, excited. You hurt my little ears. I'm sorry. Prime Minister uh, David Cameron helped ensure that outcome by promising the central government in London would, um, well, I don't want to say what he promised they would do. <laughs> yeah. I can't, can't say it on air. No, If voters choose to stay in the union. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cameron's taking a big beating over this because he sort of egged them on to do this with the, with the thought in his mind that there's no way they'd ever go for this. But it did look like it was touch and go up until the actual vote. Yeah. Right. It felt that way. Yeah. Well, that's the way that it was being talked about. Because the I didn't know this, but in Scotland, the Scottish Parliament uh-huh. lowered the voting age to 16 years old uh-huh. prior to this vote, yeah. which that's pretty amazing. Uh-huh. So you want... 16 and 17 year olds deciding the fate of your nation i i, I it's well it beats 50 and 60 year olds <laughs> well, that's true yeah. or yeah it's true Be- better than fox viewers i guess yeah, but there uh, you go. yeah but uh all right all righty yeah. got any international stuff for me oh yeah i really you know we we've, we've been talking about it and we continue to talk about it over the last few months but ebola ebola you know and the u.n and now president barack obama our own president has has kind of sounded the alarm Claiming that um, was it seven hundred million or something like that? Yeah, they're going to put a bunch of money, and I don't have that number, but I know. I think it was seven hundred million. Seven hundred million dollars, which isn't really in the long term very much. Is that was it sort of spread out over the next millennium? No, I'm just saying if you if you look at what we spend on other things, yeah, and considering the severity of of this in in Africa, yeah, it's a nice gesture. I I hope it works. I hope it it can uh, get this thing under control. But the only way to really get this thing under control is to get a lot of these people out of poverty. Well, that yeah, absolutely right about that. But this they just keep the UN has passed a, you know, a resolution saying that this is the worst public health threat in, you know, in decades uh, that it promises. Because the problem is, is these people with it are going back to their Besides villages. Besides global warming, you Besides mean? Besides, yeah. Well, and it, this, who knows, we may find out at the end of the day that the spread of these kinds of diseases are related to global warming. We've talked about that before. But anyway, the, the fact that it just seems that one of those diseases that keeps doubling every few months yeah. and uh and you know if we don't get a handle on it now there's about f- uh, 5000 total cases about 2600 people have died from it but the real fear is is that getting a, a handle on it getting your, our arms around the actual uh outbreak is going to be difficult and and again countries are talking about crippling their ability to govern the UN is talking about it as a very serious threat. And the U.S. is, I mean, here in the U.S. you don't hear much in sort of political chatter, but it does feel like something that could get completely out of control if we don't do something now. So that's yeah. it. That's all I got. As I said before, though, it's not It's not airborne. It's not an no, airborne it, virus. It's, right. it's something that you have to kind of 
get into the person's it's bloodstream, fluids. it's fluids, yeah. and that kind of thing. Uh, and they and I know a leading uh, biologist was asked about this, what, the ability of this disease to sort of jump the that into that particular realm where it would be airborne, and he said highly unlikely. In fact, really very remote because. It's doing well in its current iteration as yeah. something that can gets passed along, and there's no in, genetically speaking, sort of scientifically, there's no reason for a for a virus to suddenly decide to do something that is already successful in one way, and and to decide to do something differently. So, chances are, not going to happen. What is it, Mahler? You want to talk about secret stuff? Now? Yeah, let's talk yeah. about secret stuff. What What, what do you think, Mahler? Well, yeah. I I got it. First of all, thank Claudia Shambaugh of KUCI's Ask the Leader, Tuesdays 9 to 10, for this uh, uh, bit of information. According to James Bamford, who we've had on the show before, the yeah. New York Times, yeah. Edward Snowden told uh, Mr. Bamford that the NSA was routinely passing along the private communications of Americans to a large and very secretive Israeli military organization known as Unit 8200. Yeah. 8200 or 8200 or... Yeah, eighty two double lot. Okay. I don't know what we'll they call it. We'll just go for whatever yeah, you 8, said. Eighty two hundred. Yeah. I like eighty two hundred. Uh, I like it too. As well as is 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 is. This transfer of intercepts included the contents of the communications as well as metadata such as who was calling whom. So not only the contents, but where it was a pretty complete yeah. bit of information. Snowden stressed that the transfer of intercepts to Israeli contained the communications, email as well phone as well as phone calls of countless Arab and Palestinian Americans yeah. whose relatives in Israel and Palestine territories could become targets based on the communications. Right. Last week, 43 veterans of Unit 8200, many still serving in the reserves, accused the organization, 8200, of startling abuses. They charged that Israel used information collected against innocent Palestinians for political prosecution. These are members of, of Unit 8200. Right, right. They specified that data was gathered on Palestinians' sexual orientations, infidelities, money problems, family medical conditions, and, and other private... And porn sites? Well, I did mention that. Oh, you said yeah. sexual Yeah, we're, we're getting... Okay. And other private matters that could be used to coerce Palestinians into becoming collaborators or create divisions in their society. Okay. Meanwhile, a top-secret 2012 document from oh. Snowden... Uh, Claim Banford saw last year notes that the NSA had been compiling records of visits to pornographic oh, websites right. and and proposes that using that information to damage the reputations of people whom the agency considers radicalizers, not necessarily terrorists. And that's not necessarily over there, but everywhere. Yeah. In the United States, so. the NSA is collecting information on whether you're visiting porn sites or not, Mike. And if you're a radicalizer... Yeah. Which I believe you are. Well, I, I think if anyone listens to this show, there may be an argument to be made that when I say something, people radicalize in the other direction. See, I'm, there, I'm, you I'm are not agitator. necessarily a terrorist. Uh, no, not necessarily. I am not a terrorist. Yeah, I don't even play one on radio. I just, <sighs> I am in fact who I am. So, uh, but they're yeah. going after you, Mike. Yeah, well, it's that, that okay. double whammy. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll write out a list of the porn sites that I uh, th that I like, uh -huh. and then I'll send it to them so uh -huh. they save them all that time and money. Mm -hmm. So that that'll help. Transsexual radicalizer <laughs> is one of them, I think. Transsexual. <laughs> also, the Obama administration has taken the unprecedented step of invoking the state secrets privilege to quash the pri a private lawsuit. The Justice Department intervened in a defamation case against United. Against United Against Nuclear Iran. Yeah, that's that's an yeah. odd thing to yeah, say. Yeah, it is. The a, name of the group, bad, United bad Against copy. Nuclear Iran. Yeah. Uh, Iran. 
Okay, anyway, yeah. it's an advocacy group that campaigns for sanctions against the Iranian government. In its filing, the government said the case should be dropped because forcing the group to disclose it's filed would threaten national security. Yeah. So This is interesting because yeah. this is a private group. This is a private yeah. so suit. It's not a government suit. So, um, again... You know, once again, the abuse of power and information and all the rest of it. By the way, I just want to make a quick comment. Bamford visited Snowden in Moscow, yeah. spent three days with him, and then they went over all kinds of stuff. Bamford's the guy who wrote Puzzle Palace, which was the yeah. first definitive look at the National uh, Security Agency, the NSA. And, he's been, and he did that like 25 years ago. And since then, it was a completely secret organization yeah. up to that point. And he, and and the the things that in fact when he was on Weekly Signals, in fact when he nobody was on, knew it exactly. Yeah, yeah it was, it, it that's was, true. Yeah, it was unfortunately very that, that yeah. is true that nobody knew. But the other thing about all of that is that apparently Snowden, when he he was claimed to have stolen 1.2 million documents, yeah, he didn't. He looked at a lot of documents. He said, according to this report I read, apparently he left a, an electronic fingerprint on the documents that he actually looked at and the ones he took, which mm -hmm. is interesting. He basically told them what he what he has. Yep. That's I, I, I'd never heard that before. Cool. Yeah. After more than three years of development, the FBI announced the completion of its next generation identification, NGI, mm. a facial recognition system that has the civil liberties groups around the country worried yeah ngi will combine fingerprint data with collected facial images and link them to personal information such as name age address and porn site use by the <laughs> end of the first year the database is expected to hold 52 million faces yeah yeah this is the i think this is the final frontier for for a uh, for a big brother there's no final there's no uh, final maybe there's frontier. no final but they're, they're going to be manipulating with these these medicines that yeah, well, they're yeah, supposedly well, but I mean, di giving yeah. out to make you healthier right. they're going to be manipulating your uh, DNA. your optimism optimistic level yeah. so that no matter what happens you're going to be for it no matter what happens, you'll be for it. And yeah, for un, just being some. Yeah, un, uh, I'm so glad we're going to war again. Mike. Again, it's been three weeks. I yeah. didn't know when we were gonna when we were gonna go back to I war feel so again. Up I, about I feel that. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. oh, that's true. No, um, facial recognition. Walk down the street. People. They're not gonna get Mahler's face. I know that. Oh no. Are they? Uh, they're not, not gonna. Face. They're not gonna get this well, face. At that all. face changes a oh, lot too. You tell him, Mahler. You go, go get him. Mahler, yeah. what's up? What do you want? Get tough, Pinky. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, there Get you tough, go, Pinky. boy. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. You're listening to KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now for Drones in the News. NASA is working on technology to allow commercial drones to fly safely in the U.S. airspace. The idea is to create highways in the sky. Ooh. Like Highways the in the sky. It's very yeah. Jetson Ooh. sounding. To Drones me. will be going in the same direction in these little corridors, mm -hmm. kind of like Back to the Future 2, if you happen to see that movie. I didn't, but that's what this article said. Oh, well. NASA hopes to have a prototype for this drone air traffic management system ready in five years when the world is finally burned up. <laughs> well, also, the Federal Aviation Administration announced it is giving the Texas-based search and rescue organization Equus Search... EquiSearch, temporary permission to use its drone to locate a missing woman, which is good. It's one of the first times that the FAA has Who can argue loosened this up. And also, drones are getting their own film festival, Mike. Randy Scott Slavin, a New York City-based fil filmmaker, will host the first-ever Flying Robot Film Festival in 2015. The drone is the most amazing cinematic innovation since the Steadicam and deserves its due attention. 
Slavin said. Said a guy trying to get people to go to his yeah. Film the festival. New York City Drone Film Festival will have various categories: mm-hmm. beautiful area cinematography, most innovative flight technique, most invasive personal encounter, and most epic droney and best crash footage. Yeah, I was. Well, that's really crash good. Footage. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. well, here's the one that ran into that police helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And downed and killed all those people. Yeah. So. Um, domestic. Domestic. Senate Republicans blocked a measure aimed at narrowing the pay gap between men and women again. They blocked it. Yeah, they blocked it again. Okay. That's what they do. I'm going to move on. The Air Force announced it would drop a requirement for airmen to say, so help me God. You don't need to say, so help me God anymore, Mike. Mm, yeah. Although it helps. But I guess during, uh, you, you had to say, so help me God at the end of their their little uh, oath there. there. Yeah, when you were sworn in. But I, I'm wondering, you know, uh, just for what it's worth. If these words mean nothing to you, isn't the onus on the Air Force? Aren't they the ones being hurt? They want these words so badly mm-hmm. to have meaning that mm-hmm. they force you to say them. But if they don't have meaning, then, and you say them, what? Is that perjury? Yeah, it's I, it's I, the Air Force know. who's, who's yeah. suffering in this whole thing, yeah. either way. Yeah. Well, so help me God, if we continue to talk about this, I'm yeah. going to get upset. Uh, and the UC uh, Regents Committee decided not to sell off stocks and holdings in oil, coal, and natural gas from the university's $91 billion endowment and retirement funds. The committee moved to have environmental and social issues more deeply influence investments in the future, but I think that's just a crock. I do too. They're just trying to get past this. The action disappointed student activists who had been pressing the university to divest its holdings in fossil fuel industries out of concerns that burning those fuels would burn us all to hell. (laughs) At the minimum, activists in the fossil-free UC group wanted regions to commit to selling off the $500 million that officials estimate UC owns in various coal-related holdings. Uh, they wouldn't do that. They would not. They, the yeah, activists contend it does not make financial or ecological sense or even moral and ethical sense to keep coal investments and noted that Stanford University recently decided to drop its coal holdings. You mm. see, regents and administrators said they are trying to balance the cause of climate change with the need to earn strong financial returns. So who gives a frack about the world as long as they get their strong financial returns and support their pensions? and uh, financial faculty chairs and scholarships. They estimated that about $10 billion of the $91 billion is in various direct and indirect holdings in fossil fuel and energy industries. Meanwhile, the UC regents awarded pay increases of as much as 20% to the leaders of Santa Barbara, Santa Cruz, Merced, and Riverside campuses, and set the annual salary of UC Irvine Chancellor, now just pointed here, at $485,000 $485,000 a year. That's sweet. Yeah. Can you peel off a, a little bit of that and maybe all the way around cut out our investment in coal that's yeah. going to choke the country? This, this is a university. This is a place of higher education. Right. And it just seems to be filled with filled with, with greed right. rather than any sort of ethical concerns. It really does. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely right. Spending on University of California salaries has climbed nearly 29% over the past f- six years. Wow. Yeah, I, I think if they just cut back on that, we might be able. And it's not like we wouldn't make our money if we invested in other places. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example in a little bit about where we could be investing our money. The I'm just gonna finish this. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. but just for what it's worth, highest paid UC employee in 2011 was Berkeley's head football coach, Jed Tedford, who earned almost three million dollars. God, per year. 
And yeah. all the and all, during all of this time, this we've we've been uh, what? How much has student have student fees gone up? How much of the uh, cost to go to school yeah. at the UC system? Yeah. Cost? KUCI is barely getting by here. Yeah. I mean, we we yeah. truly are struggling. Yeah. Yeah. That number nine four nine eight two four five eight two. Not now. Yeah. KUCI.org. You can go and contribute yeah. money that way. PayPal. Don't call now. PayPal. PayPal. Uh, but yeah, all, all this. And again, universities, in in my experience, my life experience, have been places where uh, these kinds of issues are in the forefront. What matters? Because it's the future of the of the people who are in school today that will be dramatically impacted by global warming. Let's try to figure out a way to use our influence, our power, our our academic uh, reputation to affect positive social change. Yeah. And, and, and that's just not the case. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mr. Howard Gilman, let's do something about it. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing with half a million dollars anyway? Really? I thought he had a higher education. Four, $485,000. And there are all kinds of perks. Trust me, there are other things oh, yeah. that he's getting oh, yeah. besides that. School police departments across the U.S. have taken advantage of free military surplus gear, Mike. Yes, they have. Just stocking up on a mine-resistant armored vehicle, grenade launchers, and scores of M16 rifles. These are school police departments. At least 26 school districts have participated in the Pentagon surplus program, which is not new, but has come under scrutiny after police responded to protesters in Ferguson. Remember all that? Yeah. Yeah. Amid the increased criticism, the Los Angeles Unified School District said it would remove three grenade launchers <laughs> <laughs> Wow! it had acquired because they are not essential. <laughs> not usually, but yeah, <laughs> grenade launchers. They're not essential life-saving items within the scope, duties, and mission. What kind of corporate speak is that? This, is the, this is the kind of government largesse. Yeah. This is Why don't what you the say you're we, ashamed? The, that would help. Yeah, the world we live in now. The world we live in is the government doesn't have enough money to ensure that children get adequate um, nutrition for for breakfast, but they have more than enough stuff to give away. A grenade, of, a grenade launchers, <laughs> up armored, uh, you know, uh, Humvees, uh, military grade weaponry to school districts yeah. and to our police departments. Yeah, but we cannot take care of the children. Yep. Uh, in any adequate way. And we can't seem to educate them as well. This is a really twisted... L.A. School District uh, said they would keep the M-16s. They have 60 of them. And a military vehicle, that's the MRAP, used in Iraq and Afghanistan that was built to withstand mine blasts. Yeah, yeah. Mine blasts. Well, instead of, uh, yeah, it, how about human mine? Human mines. Mines. Oh, and what's his nose? Russell Pierce, the architect of Arizona's infamous anti-immigration law, resigned after he said that uh, oh, yeah, he Medicare said folks should just get sterilized. You know, that's an old chestnut. <laughs> I'm glad he got nailed for that one, but that one comes up all the time. That's yeah. that isn't even creative. Yeah, that isn't even that new. Come on, come on, Scott. <laughs> yeah, you can come up with something better than that. Good. Te Texas proposed re rewriting textbooks. Uh, to incorporate oh. passages denying the existence of climate change yes. and promoting the discredited views of an ultra-conservative think tank. They, uh, they were attracting criticism, the uh, textbooks, when it emerged that the science section had been altered to reflect the doctrine of the Heartland Institute, which has been funded by the Coke oil billionaires, yeah. who are idiots. In the proposed sixth grade text, students were introduced to global warming amid false claims that there was scientific disagreement about its causes. 
there's maybe there's scientific disagreement about whether the world is round. Maybe yeah. there is. Oh, there, I'm sure there there's probably some group is. I don't know if there's scientific who scientifically prove that the world is yeah. not round. So would you say that about that? Would you say that I just it's oh, what do you whatever. think, Molly? And these are these are school. What do you think, these Molly? Are, Textbooks. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Mueller's running away. He yeah, can't, he can't even take it. He's not very optimistic right now. I can tell you that. The U.S. Agricultural Department approved the use of genetically modified corn and soybean seeds that are resistant to the weed killer 2,4-D. Hmm. That's a herbicide made by Dow Chemical that's been linked to a range of health risks, including cancer and Parkinson's. It was the ingredient in. Agent Orange. Industrial farmers have been pressing for an alternative after many weeds weeds grew resistant to Monsanto's ready Roundup weed killer. So they, they just came up with another yeah, yeah, yeah. is all they did. The EPA would still need to approve the newest version. This is nuts. If it does, the use could increase by as much as 600% in the next several years. It's just nuts. And Jeff Bezos... Amazon.com yeah. founder and Washington Post owner is now uh, has a new partnership with Boeing and Lockheed, two of the largest weapons contractors in the world. His space company, this Bezos private space company, will partner with United Launch Alliance, a joint venture of the two weapons makers, to create rocket engines to launch military satellites. So I don't know. <sighs> you really want to buy your books at Amazon? No. no. And in news from the uh, brain damage sector of our audience mm. nfl you mean for our brain damage or, well, or i don't i don't or, know about brain damage i don't own. i can't really tell okay i can't really All tell right. Right. nf in nfl news arizona cardinals running back jonathan dwyer broke his wife's nose and then punched her in the face yep. when he well he headbutted her yeah, yeah. and then punched her in the face after she bit his lip uh, to stop an unwanted sexual advance and then... Yeah, and then Dwyer was placed on the reserve non-football injury list. Well, then he and, threw a, a shoe at his 18-month-old son. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, that's, and that's good. That's yeah. just, you know... Just letting you know. I mean, this doesn't surprise me. It's the NFL. I don't know why people are surprised. It's, it's a group of people who are paid to beat on each other. NFL officials acknowledge that one-third of retired players will suffer from long-term cognitive issues. I think they're already suffering from well, them. Yeah. The disclosure came in, a, in court documents on a settlement with retired players who accused the NFL of concealing the dangers of concussions. And also a 24-year-old male orangutan that correctly predicted the winning teams of seven consecutive Super Bowl matches died of complications from breast cancer. Okay. Ouch. That makes me very sad. It does. I, was, I had a lot of money writing on him yeah. to make it to the next Super Bowl. The orangutan? Yeah. I think so. I think maybe if that's if we could just teach orangutans the basic rules <laughs> of, of, of football, then uh, we might have a solution even, to you know this what? problem. I'm not even going to go near that yeah. one. Okay, so all right. So, I don't know what, what's the problem. No. Okay. Yes. Just, just you, you just have beasts doing move, it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, people always go into the racial thing on that. Is that what you're thinking? That is your problem, not not it, not all my right, problem. Right, no, no. Okay. I, you know, right, the, right, the, right. the the population of the NFL is filled with. With with people who have no brains, yeah. No, I Admittedly, agree. from I the agree. NFL, yeah. the NFL admits that these people will suffer long term cognitive issues after after in joining the sport. Yeah, I agree. So so what's the problem? They're probably on the level of orangutans. Okay. All right. In Utah, an elementary school teacher was injured when a gun she was carrying went off in the school's faculty bathroom and exploded a toilet. <laughs> 
Okay. Decided to bring that well, in that, to break that's the mood. What, wait, that, yeah. there's a change of pace there. Yeah. Okay, that's what, okay. that's what I'm looking for. Okay. Police searching the home of a man suspected of possessing child pornography found 50 frozen cat carcasses, 35 live cats, and piles of cat feces. Yeah, they were in for the child pornography. They came out with, with kitty litter. All I saw, said a 12-year-old neighbor of visits to the man's house, was just cats in little diapers. Oh, my <laughs> God. How sick Yee, twisted. Woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so funny. Hey, okay, th- can we call this a uh, very brief segment? Uh, stories that I ha- they're ha- half-baked stories that from Mike. This is this one I call this one. Yeah. Okay. And would you do more research on this one for me? There's uh, early an- human ancestors were probably aquatic apes living in water that helped us evolve our big brains and walk upright. And aquatic that ex- apes. Yeah. That would explain why we were able to move from that kind of four-legged to a two-legged uh, posture. Because we were waiting? Because we were in water. Yeah, we were waiting. We were waiting. Yeah, yeah we exactly. Were, so did, did we have like little floats? Yeah, so around the, us, you know, little inflatable, <laughs> little flotation devices. Little inflatable uh, ducks and yeah. he says that, that her, humans are very different from other apes. We lack fur, we walk upright and have big brains and some of us do. cutaceous uh, fat and a dis- and, a, and and have a descended larynx, which yeah. is common among aquatic animals. Aquatic apes, aquatic animals. So, the theory goes is that apes basically went into the water mm-hmm. somehow some way, became aquatic and emerged as more closely mm-hmm. uh, uh, what we are today. How's that? There's an alt-emo band name in the making. Yeah, there Aquatic is. Aquatic Apes. And also, this one I, is really a fascinating story. Again, one of those where, one of Mike's half-baked stories, but nonetheless, there there's a couple in Idaho who have come up with a way to embed in asphalt mm-hmm. solar panels. And That's the, cool. And the idea, and they've tested it. They've t- they ran, I think, a one point million ton. Or w- the only thing is, is I, I hope it doesn't make the asphalt hotter. Uh, well, I, they'll probably, you know, let me tell you, they've they've tested this, road tested this, and they believe that uh, they're in the United States. There are over seventy two thousand square kilometers of asphalt and concrete surfaces that are exposed to the sun, and according to their calculations, using these embedded solar panels they could generate three times the amount of electricity that the U.S. Use, uses on a daily basis. Would they melt rubber? No, well, they would, Im- again, I mean, I'll get I mean, more. That's just a I'll, minor concern of mine. Yeah, I, no, it, I, I, I don't mean to work, take the They explore the idea of embedding solar company. cells to store energy inside these cases that illuminate road lines and heat, okay. and, then, okay, that's, and also create heating like little elements. little bot dots. Yeah, and they, it increases uh, heating to resist ice and snow on the roadways as oh, well. Oh, yeah, that would help here in Southern California. Well, yeah, a huge yeah. help here. In, but also, it would also be able to transfer electric to the electric grid uh-huh. power. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how many highways there are in this country. We could just be doing that now. I know. If uh, we just put it up on our homes. If we just put yes. solar, if we yeah, were allowed yes. oh, to okay. within yeah, the and rs right. of Irvine. Right. And same here on the campus. I know they have some solar buildings here, but... This whole this whole campus should be powered by solar. Right. We should live by example. And the same with the city of Irvine. I agree. But uh, unfortunately, just, yeah. Go ahead. Unfortunately, well, we don't. The market doesn't p- uh, permit it. It says it would it could cover uh, them with solar road panels that could produce over three times the amount of energy that we use as a nation. 
That's clean, renewable energy instead of coal, which yeah. is what their their argument was. From, exactly. This couple from Idaho came up with this idea. They've been testing it, and now it seems to be a viable option. Yeah. All right. Yep. So you know what you I go. think? I think when uh, when Gilman, our chancellor, has his first speech here on the campus, mm-hmm. we we just kind of uh, students should bring some coal with them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bring a bring a uh, bring a charcoal briquette. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. And present it. And to present him. it to him and say. Yeah. yeah, thanks for investing Divest. $500 million. And by the way, yeah, into uh, this this et, this uh, energy source Non-sustainable that's going to kill us future all. that we will I hope inherit. he lives long enough to suffer the consequences. That's all. Wow. That's yeah. that's vindictive. It is. That's just I how, I, I, like how that. I roll. And wow. I wish you wouldn't use that phrase, I, Mike. I, you know, <laughs> I'm I sorry. Really wish I was... am really sorry. I apologize to yeah. our listeners for saying that. Yeah. Out loud. And finally, the co founder of a main retirement home for circus elephants. I had no idea that circus elephants even retired, let the, alone the, had a know retirement what? home. I happen to know a little bit about this, and it is truly sad what happens to, to elephants. I mean, yes, they, they, I'm glad they, they have, have a retirement this. fund. Yeah, because they live a long time. Yeah, yeah. But they oh, become, I know, I can imagine, but they, I did not know they had well, a retirement fund. Well, and they become fund. useless can to, to these circuses, and that's uh-huh. when abuses happen. Yeah. So, and finally, the co-founder of a main retirement home for circus elephants was killed when one of the animals stepped on him. <laughs>